Now that the new year is quickly approaching, you're probably thinking of ways that you can reset, refocus, and just revamp your life. And today we're gonna talk about some ways that you can change your life in a way that is easy, sustainable, and realistic. I know those three words are not the sexiest of words, but hey, that's how you actually make long-term change. I'm not here to sell you any quick fixes, fad diets or magical pills. The unsexy things in life are the things that we have to accept and embrace. And if you're new to the channel, hello, my name is Katie. I'm a dietitian and personal trainer. Here on the Dark Blue Nutrition channel, we talk about nutrition, fitness, mindful and intuitive eating, and we look for ways to make nutrition fun, easy, and sustainable. So today I'm gonna bring you five easy tips that you can implement this next year, whatever year you're in, and they will change your life. All right, so the first tip that I have for you is habit pairing, or some people call it habit stacking. So what exactly is habit pairing? Habit pairing is when you pair an already established habit in your routine with something that you want to make an established habit. So for example, things that you probably do every single day as a routine that you don't even think about are probably things like brushing your teeth, making coffee first thing in the morning when you wake up, changing into PJs, stuff like that. Very simple stuff, very basic stuff. And the way that you can habit pair this week is by pairing something that is already established in your own routine. It can be different than someone else's and that's totally okay, but pick something that you already have established and then find something that you've been looking to incorporate into your routine and pair them together. So why does habit pairing work, you might ask? Well, our brain builds a strong network of neurons around our current habits. So it really supports those habits and that's what makes them feel like they're easy peasy and basically just mindless tasks. And that's what we want to do with some of our healthy habits that are a little bit more difficult to establish. We want to make them super easy. So I'll use a few examples from my life on how I habit pair. Without a doubt, I will every morning make coffee. And one thing that I've been trying to incorporate in with making coffee is either thinking or typing something that I'm grateful for. I'm trying to incorporate more gratitude into my day. And so I have an app where I can type in my own affirmation or type in one thing I'm thankful for, or if I'm short on time, I will just say it to myself. But making sure that I do it with that already established habit really helps. Another thing that I do is I listen to a podcast while I'm doing dishes. So listening to podcasts day in and day out is one thing that I already love and is already an established habit, but I'm trying to pair the two up so I enjoy dishes more and I can kind of multitask in an easy and innocent way. I also do this with audiobooks. And speaking of audiobooks, I got this idea from Atomic Habits by James Clear, and I absolutely recommend the book. It's actually a pretty quick read or listen, depending on how you like to read slash listen to audiobooks. I'd highly recommend it, and it'll really help you establish healthier habits and routines in the new year. Make sure to share in the comments below, what can you habit pair this week? I wanna hear from you. Okay, so apparently I have 
five books on the mind because my next tip is called The Upward Spiral. And I got this one from Body Kindness by Rebecca Stritchfield. Sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong, but I will leave all these books in the comment section below so you can click on them and find them easily. But this has been a great book and I'm not quite finished with it, but I've already found a lot of value from it. So I can definitely recommend it. It's from a fellow a dietitian. The tip that she talks about is something from positive psychology called the upward spiral. And essentially it means that the more that you stack positive thoughts, habits, and actions, the more likely it is to kind of snowball into having a better and more peaceful mind and day. So doing even one tiny thing like sipping your favorite tea, reading a couple pages from your favorite book, or talking to a friend that you haven't talked to in a while that you have a pleasant conversation with, these are tiny, tiny things that you can do to make that upward spiral happen every day. I like to compare this to when we have a crappy day and everything seems to crumble and go wrong afterwards because of it. If you're having a crummy day because your tire is flat, you are then angry at your tire, you're angry at your car, you're late to work, you are behind on your work and you're frustrated with the work that you have to do once you get there. It kind of gives you a downward spiral. And I love that this book takes that concept and flips it on its side and says, hey, yes, a negative day can lead to a negative downward spiral, but so can positivity and it doesn't have to be anything big or grandiose it just has to be something small like sipping your favorite tea or saying something sweet to a loved one or reading your favorite book that can lead to having a better day so the thing that you can do today is do the smallest easiest positive thing for yourself from sipping tea to talking to a friend on the phone what is that one thing that can elevate your day and elevate your mindset? Tip number three is all about overcoming decision fatigue. And in this day and age, decision fatigue is all around us. And I know I feel it personally all the time. And if you're not familiar with what decision fatigue means, it means exactly what it sounds like. When we make too many decisions, our minds get overwhelmed and they tend to regress and not wanna make any future decisions, whether they're easy ones or challenging ones. It makes those future decisions so much harder when you have made a billion different decisions earlier on in the day. So what you wanna do is make the decision-making process as easy and seamless as possible. So how do you do that? One thing that I would do and that I've actually done in my life to make decision fatigue less of an issue is write down some of the most time-consuming things that happen in your day. Some of those things for me were thinking about what to cook for dinner. Another thing that wasted time, it sounds so silly, but picking a show on Netflix. Those are two examples of things that were taking up and wasting time in my day. So what I did when it came to the meal prepping and dinner issue is I would write down five to 10 different dinner ideas of things that I could make using the stuff that I had or things that I could easily get from the grocery store. And that made the decision-making process so much easier. I also like to sketch out like a really rough meal plan for the week. So maybe some breakfast ideas, some lunch ideas and dinner ideas. And so if I am totally at a loss for what to eat, I can just look at the list and make a decision. I don't have to think about it. 
search Pinterest, search my recipe books, and then get totally exhausted at the end of it and end up having a pizza. That is one way that I've made meal prepping so much easier, and I hope that helps for you as well. In terms of Netflix shows, I mean, sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I still have struggles with searching for shows, but I like to think of just three or four shows that I can always have as my go-to if I just wanna have something on in the background or just wanna have something to chill out to. Maybe like think of two super chill shows and think of two shows that are more like ones that you can engage in or maybe a Christmas movie that you can engage in just to make it easy peasy once you sit down to relax for the day. That way you can actually relax. <laughs> so speaking of decision fatigue, tip number four kind of relates to that on the nose. Tip number four for you is to pick a time of day to exercise and stick with it. You don't have to exercise every single day, but for example, I usually exercise Monday through Friday and I exercise at 10 to 10.45. I have it in my head that 10 a.m. is my workout and I stick to it. And that makes the decision-making process so much easier because I basically don't even have to think about it. I just, 10 a.m. rolls around, I have my alarm set, and I get out my mat, I get out my weights, and I work out. That can range from 20 to 45 minutes. It just depends on the day. But I know my schedule, I stick to it, and I really just don't even have to think about it. I usually do the Tone It Up app or a workout on YouTube or one of my workouts on YouTube. Whatever I feel in the mood for, I make time for it at about the same time every day. And listen, it doesn't have to be at 10 a.m. or whatever time you choose every single day, but just having something scheduled in your calendar or an alarm set on your phone for the days that you typically work out, it just takes the decision out of the process and makes it easier to just complete that workout and move on with your day. And I understand some of you don't have the exact same schedule and that's okay. If you have a more sporadic schedule that you need to kind of switch up when you do your workouts, I would pick a day like Sunday at the beginning of the week and plan each week out on that Sunday. So just pick one day, whatever works for you, plan it out. And it can change again, but it just makes it easier when you think ahead of it versus having to think of it each and every day. And tip number five, my last tip for you is to chop up fruits and veggies at the start of your week. This has been a super life-changing thing for me because I know that I love fruits and veggies. I have no issues eating them, but my biggest issue is prepping them. So if I had that out of the way, totally done when I'm ready to eat lunch or dinner, then I'm solid. I have my fruits and veggies and I can either steam them, put them in the air fryer, or if it's like fruit, I can just eat it right out of the container. It's a win-win and it's honestly a super easy habit to incorporate. And it also saves dishes because you don't have to get out the cutting board and knife and get them dirty every single time that you want to chop up an individual fruit and veggie. I just chop up all my veggies, all my fruits, and put them in little containers or plastic bags and stick them in the fridge and then they are ready to go and air fry up whenever I need it. So I hope you learned a thing or two from today's tips and I hope that these are some easy things that you can incorporate in 2021 or whatever year you're watching this in that can change your life too. If you'd like to see more videos like this one, make sure to check out the description box below. I hope you have a happy new year and I will see you in the next video. Bye guys. Bye.